It's Film Festival Radio, the show where superstars and future stars happily coexist together. And now, here's your host, Janice Malone. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Film Festival Radio Show with me, Janice Malone. Thank you so much for tuning in. We always enjoy having you guys tune in. Send us an email. By the way, our email address, because I will forget to tell you, is info at filmfestivalradio.com. I get so carried away in the show, I often forget to announce the email address. But anyway, glad you're here. If you're visiting us uh, here in Vegas and you're here for the holidays, hope you win a lot of money. There's nothing like having Christmas with Santa in Vegas. Oh, it's on. It's on and popping. Maybe you're not hanging with Santa at the casinos. Maybe you are just visiting with family and friends, and we want you to have a good time as well. So, okay, uh, before I get to our guest here, I want to express our condolences uh, to the family of Stephen Twitch boss, better known to the world as Twitch, the uh, very popular DJ from the Ellen DeGeneres show, and also from So You Think You Can Dance. As we all know, earlier this week, unfortunately, Twitch took his own life, uh, and it was just such a sad time, and our prayers and sympathy go out again to his family and friends. And that brings me to saying, listen, as we all know, during the holidays, it can often be a very very sad time for some people. It can be depressing for some people. And if you are feeling in any way sad or depressive, if you have any kinds of melancholy going on, please, please reach out to someone. Reach out to friends and family. If you can't do that, there are professional people out here that can offer your uh, you to get, give you some professional help. And a lot of these services are free now. Mental health is very priceless. There is no shame in needing or obtaining uh, help from a mental professional. I have a therapist. I lost my mom uh, five years ago during a little bit after this time of year. I got a grief counselor and I still have a therapist. So please, if you're feeling sad and lonely, reach out get some professional help. That's what the professionals are out here for. Okay, because we want you around in the new year. We want you around in a lot of new years to come. And there are people out here who love you, even if you can't feel it right now. There are people out here who love you and there are people out here that will help you. Okay. All right. Now, let me tell you who our guests are. We have a really cool show today. Uh, the Voice Yes, season 22 is over and they have a winner and we have that winner as one of our guests for today's show. We're talking about Bryce Leatherwood. Yeah, he brought the gold and the check home as he was declared the winner this past Tuesday night on The Voice. And we have him uh, right here. We talked to him the next morning. He'd been up half the night, maybe all night. And then we have um, a young man. He is uh, calling us from London. He's a very talented filmmaker and he has a new film out called 
Decrypted. And it is all about, yes, Bitcoins and cryptocurrency. Now, this is a fictitious storyline, but the timing to release a film about this particular subject matter is perfect with all of the headlines that cryptocurrency and the bitcoins and F, um, F, uh, what do you call it? NFTs, NFTs have been making. So uh, he will be calling us to tell us about his film. And we also are going to introduce you to a new segment uh, with Crackle. Red Box and Chicken Soup for the Soul, these very popular entertainment film, uh, TV shows, film and TV shows are just been a part of our world for many years. And so now we're going to be working with them. And we have a spokesperson from the company, the parent company, which is Chicken Soup for the Soul. They have streaming entertainment platforms. And so we're going to have on a regular basis, one of their spokespeople to tell us what is going on, the latest films, the latest television shows, and just the latest everything that's going on with these entertainment platforms. And we're going to uh, have the first segment of it in just a few minutes. So stay tuned. Listen to What's Poppin' at Crackle, our first installment. So stay tuned to hear more about all of that. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with some announcements that we are going to tell you about that are happening here in Vegas. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Okay, before we get to our first guest in our new segment that I am so excited about, I got some calendar notes that I'd like to share with you, some events that are going on. There's as we know, there is so much that goes on in Las Vegas throughout the entire year. Doesn't matter what holiday it is. So if you're in town visiting, and if you want to just kind of take a break from some of the big, big, big things that are going on here for the holidays, listen to these three, and this might be something that you still want to take advantage of. Okay, later today, from 5 p.m. till 7 p.m., if you want to experience Christmas in a, a really fun and festive Latina style, why not stop by the East Las Vegas Community Center for this event? It is, again, starting at 5 p.m., so you still got some time. Wait until you finish listening to me first, okay? This event, as I said, is going to be a lot of fun. It will include a blend of both American and Latina traditions, and that will include live entertainment, traditional food vendors, activities for the children, and various community booths as well. And also, this guy, this dude called Santa Claus, he's going to be there also. Okay, again, it all takes place from 5 till 7 p.m. today at the East Las Vegas Community Center. And if you'd like to get more information, call 702-229-1515. You've still got some time, so make plans to go over there and have some fun. Get some great food as well. All right, check this out. Now, of course, we all are familiar with the classic uh, story, A Christmas Carol. This one is, this A Christmas Carol is going to be performed on Monday, December 19th. But this, listen to the spin on this joker here. This is absolutely fabulous. Join Broadway film actor and television film actor as well, Duffy Hudson. He will be performing all 30 characters 
all 30 of the characters from A Christmas Carol. Yeah, all of them. And it says here he will not have any props or any costumes. That's that's talent. Oh, my goodness. But see, that's a part of what that Broadway training will get you. But anyway, he will be doing them all from Ebenezer Scrooge, Jacob Marley, uh, Tiny Tim, the all the ghosts, Christmas past, present and future, all of them, all 30 characters, one actor, one will be doing them all, Duffy Hudson. And this will all take place again on Monday from 2 p.m. to 3.15 p.m. at the Windmill Library. And that address is 7060 West Windmill Lane, right here in Las Vegas. Uh, The telephone number, if you need more information, is area code 702-507-6030. It is free. This whole performance is free and is open to the public. However, seating is on a first come, first serve basis. So make sure you get there early because this is going to be an amazing show. Talk about one man show. This is... Wow. But again, that's that Broadway training. Uh, The actor again is Duffy Hudson. And sir, I commend you for your talent to be able to pull this off. A Christmas Carol, Monday, Monday afternoon. And finally, for those of you who may want to put a little boogie down soul in your holiday fun, what about going to this concert show? It's a concert show event. The title of it is Myron Isley Presents A Soulful Christmas featuring Patrice Isley. Now that one will also take place on Monday, December 19th. It's a nighttime concert. It's from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. at the Clark County Library. That address is 1401 East Flamingo Road. Again, right here in Las Vegas. And if you need more information, you can call area code 702 490-1323. And I believe there is a website. Yes. And you can also go to patriceisley.com to get more information, uh, not only about the show, but about Miss Isley. Obviously, she's a very, very talented singer, and she will be in concert on Monday uh, night from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Now, this is a ticketed event. It is not free, but they have all of the information about ticket prices. There is a discount for senior citizens and for veterans. So go check out the website and also the phone number you can call again is 702-490-1323. And the concert event again is titled Myron Allen, I'm sorry, Myron Isley. Myron Isley presents A Soul for Christmas featuring Patrice Isley. Try to make it to these events here. Uh, The people would love to see you. So we're going to take another break. And when we come back, We will be presenting our new segment. I can't wait for you to be a part of it. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Okay, listeners, before we get to our first guest, just want to bring you some new information about a new segment that we're going to start starting this week, and we're going to roll it into the new year. But knowing me, I don't have patience to even wait to open up gifts. I want to do it right now. I can't wait for the new year because that's just who I am. I'm just tacky like that. But anyway, 
Uh, we're here in Vegas, of course. And after you've had a hard day of holiday shopping, drinking, gambling, because we're in Vegas, it's time for some rest and relaxation. And that's where we're going to help you out here at Film Festival Radio. As I said, we have a new segment that starts right now, and it will bring you some fun highlights and news about what's happening at Crackle and Redbox. Now, for the few of you who maybe been under a rock or something, you don't know what Crackle is, and you should know. Crackle is an on-demand streaming platform that provides free access to movies and TV shows in a wide range of genres and from all kinds of content makers. Just so many. Uh, original content, just you name it, Crackle has it. And Crackle is available on pretty much all platforms, so it's easy to jump from one device to another like I always do. So joining us to tell us more about suggestions on what to watch at Crackle is Chris Woolsey. He's the Senior Director of Communications for Crackle Plus and Redbox. Plus, he's also a best-selling author and speaker. Chris, thank you for joining us for this new segment. Janice, I cannot tell you how excited I am to talk to your audience about Crackle and Redbox. This is this is like making my this is like <laughs> the first Christmas gift that I've been able to open this month. So <laughs> thank you for having me. Oh, yeah. I am just so excited myself. You know, we were talking about this before. I was like, yes, absolutely. I want to see a show of hands. How many people, both my hands are up, how many people who have stood in line for to rent a Redbox movie? Both hands. Oh, my gosh. Yes. You know you're out there. You're out there. Over 30,000 kiosks around the United States. My goodness. Yeah, And it's so worth it. It is so, so worth it. Well, okay. As I said, I have been a, uh, I've subscribed to Crackle, I think back in 2010. So I've been here a while. And, you know, like I said, it's the holiday season. And if you don't watch a lot of sports, like some people, this is the best time to watch films and television shows. So Chris, first of all, for the handful of people who do not know about Crackle, how can they get signed up for Crackle? Great question. The, the great the great news is there is really nothing to do to sign up for it. What you need to do is just go to your favorite app store, whether it's on your connected TV or on your mobile device, your tablet, whatever it is you like to use to watch movies and TV shows, go to the app store, search for Crackle. There'll be an app there for it. Download it, and you just open the app and start watching. You don't have to sign up for anything. Uh, there are benefits if you do choose to sign up, and you're more than welcome to. But the thing to remember is everything is always free on Crackle, no matter whether you've signed up or you haven't signed up. Um, and it's so easy. We try to make it as simple as possible so that you can just start streaming your entertainment ASAP. Oh, man, I love that. I love that where you don't have to sign up. I get so tired of sign up. Oh, what is your Absolutely. Name? And if you do want to watch it on your laptop, mm-hmm. you can just go to crackle.com. And again, no sign up. You just go to crackle.com and click on the movie or TV show you want to watch and you're off to the races. Do you have people, I have people who do this that want to know, well, how is it that they can do everything for free? Hey, it's free. Take advantage of it. Why the questions? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So yeah, it's free. Unlike a lot of the services out there that you have to pay to subscribe to, Crackle is free. You just have to watch a few commercials while you're watching your movie and TV show. But we try to make that as few as possible and give you the largest selection of of films and TV shows for free, of course. For free. No no more questions. 
Now, okay, as I said earlier, Crackle has just a wide variety of films and television shows, all kinds of genres. And now you guys have your own original content. So let's start with what's available as far as the original content department at Crackle. Absolutely. So what separates us a little bit from some of the other free services out there, there there are several of them, but we actually have our own original content, just like you see on Amazon Prime or on Netflix or any of the subscription services, Crackle, even though we're free, also has original titles that you can only see on Crackle, except for ours are free. So a couple of the, the big hits that we have right now, one is called Going From Broke, and this is a series that we just launched, season three, and this is a kind of a financial makeover series. It's co-produced with Ashton Kutcher, the actor, and this is a series where the hosts, uh, Dan Rosenzweig and Tanya Rapley, they bring millennials onto the show who are drowning in debt, some of them as much as almost a million dollars in debt, and they help them to completely forge a new path forward so that they, and this is the term they use on the show, become the CEO of their own lives. So it's helping people who are struggling with debt figure out a path forward so that they don't have to struggle with this the rest of their lives. And a shameless plug for me, I happen to have had Dan on the show last month, and he was a delight to chat with. So thank you guys for doing that. Not at all. Isn't he wonderful? Yeah, both the hosts are just so incredibly helpful. And the great thing about the show is not only the participants get helped, but also the audience can take the same tips and, and tricks that they're being taught on the show and apply those to their own lives. So it's really good stuff. It really is. I've seen several episodes of it. Uh, very helpful. Well, now, okay, let's switch over to Christmas. You guys have Christmas movies, but you got them in different categories. So let's start with some, you've got some rom-com uh, films. Tell us about a couple of those. We do, we do. So we have, you know, there's a certain uh, green card company out there who makes a lot of movies around Christmas time that people really enjoy. But we have uh, several that are similar in those veins, you know, the Christmas rom-coms, as you say. We have um, one called Meeting Mr. Christmas, which is spectacular. This is uh, about this woman. She's a uh, travel blogger, hates Christmas more than anything, and she has to go back to her hometown in order to help her mom with his charity event, and she gets paired up with the town doctor, who, of course, is Christmas's biggest fan. And uh, as they say, romance ensues. Yeah, rom-com, it has to come in somewhere. 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 We've got another great one called Christmas with a Prince. Okay. Uh, this is about another uh, driven female. She's a, a doctor um, in this um, ski community. And uh, it ends up that there is a prince uh, from this foreign country who's in town who's like this. He's kind of a playboy. He's, you know, the hot man uh, on ta- in town. Breaks his leg while he's skiing and gets dropped into her department. And she has to take care of this guy who she assumes is this spoiled rich kid and it ends up that uh again romance ensues as as he proves her misconceptions wrong well it has to be a romance if he's broken a leg i mean please you you have to have a romance after that one (laughs) for sure (laughs) well now uh on the lighter side tell me about some of your, your more lighter kind of funny comedy kind of goofy christmas films for people like me who like to be goofy for christmas Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, everybody loves the the elves and Christmas story and 
and Christmas Vacation, all the all the goofy Christmas movies, and we've got a ton of those great ones. Um, one of my favorites is see, I'm a big Home Alone fan. Oh yes, and we have uh, we have one called Christmas Break In. And that's starring Denise Richards and Danny Glover. And it's kind of a female version of Home Alone. So there's this little girl who accidentally gets left at her elementary school. Uh, I'm not judging the parents. I don't know exactly what happened. But somehow she gets left at her elementary school. And while she's there, uh, some ne'er-do-wells try to break in. And this young lady has to defend her school against the thieves who are breaking in. Super funny, super goofy. Highly recommended for the whole family. Bring Grandma out. She's going to love this one. Oh, yeah. Let Grandma stop listening to uh, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer and just look at Christmas break-in. Grandmas exactly. don't get treated right. I don't like this. We've got another goofy one. Uh, I am a huge fan of Steven Weber from uh, the yeah. show Wings. Yes. And uh, we have this great movie called 12 Days of Christmas Eve that is Steven Weber and Molly Shannon. I'm sure you know who that oh, is yes. from Saturday Night Live. Yes. And it's kind of like a, a Christmas version of the movie Groundhog Day, which is one of my favorites. And so Steven Weber has to relive Christmas Eve over and over again until he learns the, the, the real lesson of Christmas. It's fantastic. It's hilarious. And again, the, the whole family's going to love it. Okay, so I will be laughing to those. But this, I see where you guys also have, I didn't know such a category existed, action counter Christmas shows. What, what is this movie called? Sleigh Bells, S-L-A? Right. Sleigh so, Bells. Yeah, I'm sure you've been seeing over the last few years that like, Die Hard has suddenly become a Christmas classic. Yes. And who would have expected that? But Never. we thought, well, if Die Hard can be a Christmas classic, there's got to be other action films that are Christmas-oriented as well. So we've got this Sleigh Bells, and, and that's S-L-A-Y. Um, and this is uh, an action movie about three Christmas cosplayers who run into... Uh, a little guy that we know as Santa Claus, and they have to team up with Santa in order to beat... I don't know if you've heard of Krampus, but Krampus is sort of this like Christmas urban legend that has come up in the last decade or so, and there's tons of movies about him, but it's like kind of like a Christmas horror character, um, kind of like the Grinch yeah. uh, on steroids. And, um, and so these three cosplayers have to team up with Santa Claus in order to beat Krampus uh, so he doesn't destroy Christmas. Very strange, but again, if people are looking for out-of-the-box Christmas movies, this is definitely one for them. But even better is my personal favorite Christmas counter programming title this month, and that is Christmas Twister with our good friend Casper Van Dien. Um, we, we recently got to work with Casper at uh, the San Diego Comic-Con promoting another series we have called Salvage Marines, which is a sci-fi series that he starred in. Could not be nicer if his life depended on it. I mean, just just so great to work with. And so we found this title and we were like, oh my gosh, we love Casper. We love Christmas. Let's put this up. And so this is uh, a crazy film where Casper plays a meteorologist who is trying to warn the world that there is going to be this gigantic tornado in a town in Texas, in a city in Texas. And of course, no one believes him until it lands. And so Casper has to save his family and rescue the day and uh, battle this tornado during Christmas. 
And of course, it had to happen in Texas. That's my hometown. So yeah, I get oh, it. I forgot about that. That's yes. right. I love I love Texas. I'm a gigantic fan. Oh yeah, the barbecue is still great. I'm sorry. Great food, great people. Yes. Ugh. Yes, it just is. It just rocks. But Christmas Twister. Okay. So finally, for the people who are just not having it for Christmas movies, they want to go something else. You guys have the Expendables. I can't believe it. Yeah, we we have all three for free this month, which is amazing. Uh, Usually you have to pay or, or be part of a subscription service to be able to watch movies of this caliber but this is the kind of thing that crackle does every single month we have these uh big name titles that you're able to watch for free so the expendables in case your audience doesn't know is just this ridiculously over the top amazing trilogy of films so the expendables one two and three with <clears throat> names like sylvester stallone uh bruce willis uh, jason statham jet lee uh, a little guy by the name of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, I mean, God. yeah, it has everybody, and it's super fun. So if people are like so over all of the Christmas titles. We have the Expendables, and uh, they can just watch things explode and, and burn to their heart's content. <laughs> I think I'm going to start with the Expendables, and then just work my way through. I mean, you guys, Crackle has enough just for the holiday theme, but you can start like today and just work each all the way through to New Year's. Absolutely. You would be hard-pressed to watch it all. We've got the entire four seasons of Sherlock, including the Christmas episode, and that's an exclusive. You can only watch Sherlock, uh, the award-winning 39 Emmy nominations, nine Emmy wins with Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman. Um, We have that, and it's only available uh, on Crackle, so super excited about that. Listen, as we wrap this up, for people, as I said, is this correct, Chris? I understand that Crackle has an estimated about 40 million subscribers. Is that about Some, right? Somewhere in that neighborhood. Yep. I, I haven't seen the uh, the exact num- the latest numbers, but uh, yeah, somewhere in that neighborhood. And that could be between, uh, we have four different streaming services. Uh, you mentioned earlier in the interview, Redbox, and we have a Chicken Soup for the Soul uh, streaming service as well and Popcorn Flicks, which is our action brand. So between them all, I'm sure we have at least 40, if not more. So I say that to say this, for the handful of people who are not on board yet, go to crackle.com, get on board, especially during the holidays, and just have a lot of fun between shopping and drinking and gambling. You need to relax. And so let's relax with Crackle and Redbox. Chris, thank you so much. I'm going to look so forward to chatting with you. What's popping at Crackle is going to be our regular segment. So thank you so much and look forward to talking to you next show. Love it. I can't wait. I'm going to count the days. Okay. Thank you again. Then. Thank you. Thank you. See you we'll next talk week. Soon. Okay. All right. Happy holidays and Merry Christmas. Absolutely. We'll see you next week. All right. Thank you for listening to another edition of Film Festival Radio. With your host, Janice Malone. Be sure to download this and other episodes at filmfestivalradio.com.
thank you so much, Chris. Again, I look forward to working with you into uh, the new year as he will be bringing uh, to us on a regular basis information, really cool movies and television shows and all of the happenings and doings that are going to take place uh, from the Chicken Soup for the Soul brand. They have all of these really cool streaming platforms. So Chris is going to be joining us, as I said, on the regular to tell us more about it as we move into the new year. Well, to further speak of exciting and wonderful things, how many of you out there who are fans of The Voice, did you see the grand finale this past uh, Tuesday night? Well, if you did, you know who the winner is. The winner is our next guest. We're talking about, of course, former contestant, now winner, Bryce Leatherwood from Team Blake Shelton. Yes, Bryce won it all. Season 22 of The Voice is over and Bryce is the last singer standing and he's got the grand prize. He's got that check. He's got that 100K. Yes, he does. And then he has, of course, the bragging rights to being the winner overall. That's a tough show. Very tough, but he won it out. And I got the opportunity to chat with him the very next day because, as you know, the show was Tuesday. And I talked to him Wednesday morning, so he had been up for a good reason for a while. So let's bring on my interview with Bryce Leatherwood, season 22 winner of The Voice. So let's roll it right now. I know you loved All right, I am talking to the brand new winner of The Voice season 22, Bryce Leatherwood. Bryce, you're so new. It has that new car smell and you look great. Congratulations. Well, thank you so much. And it's uh, it's such an honor to be here and and to be representing not only country music, but the whole cast and crew of The Voice and all the artists that poured their hearts out on that stage. And, you know, it's it's such a blessing. And um, I'm just so happy to be here. Well, we are happy that you are here. Well, young man, have you had any sleep or have you been up all night? I've been up all night. I ain't going to lie to you. I've been up all night and uh, probably got about two hours of sleep in me, but that's enough. I'm I'm pumped. I'm ready to go. So uh, just very happy to be here and be talking to you. Well, yeah, likewise here. So now, of course, as the world knows, you were a part of the team Blake Shelton there. Uh, you two sang Hillbilly Bone. How how surreal was that for you to be on stage singing with your team leader and a fan? And now you're the winner. Just tell us what was that like? Um, oh, it was a dream come true. Being able to be up there with Blake and singing one of his songs that I grew up listening to and, you know, just a celebra- celebratory song. You know, there's a lot of songs that I love by Blake and um, a lot of the slower songs I prefer, of course. But, you know, I wanted to sing a song that was rambunctious, that was uh, in a celebratory fashion. And I couldn't have picked a better song, I don't think. Now, it seems that you have just gone Blake all the way and it definitely has paid off for you because you did uh, Goodbye Time for your blind audition. To, to speak of the, the various aspects of The Voice, what was the most challenging part of the competition for you? Was it the blinds, the knockout rounds, or just what? 
Oh, and, and rounds in general, you know, I think the first round of live was very intimidating. Coming out here, not ever performing on live television before. Um, that was a huge undertaking for me. And, you know, it, it took a lot of nerve to do it. But um, I was just happy to see it pay off. And, you know, even though I was sent to the wild card, I pulled myself out of the fire and um, was able to come back and um, gain gain some, some momentum and, and wound up the winner. And it's just incredible to uh, – to have gone through this journey and, and gone through the hardships of the stress of the show and, and, and just reaping the, the, the fruits of, of my labor. So I'm just very, very blessed and very happy to be here. Now, obviously, uh, Blake has given you and the rest of the team a lot of valuable tips about performing and such. Is there one in particular tip that Blake has given you or shared with you that will just always stick with you? Absolutely. And um, I've said this on the show on a, on last night's show, I said it was to just be myself. Um, he's always told me to be Bryce Leatherwood and be nothing else. Cause, um, he sees me as so authentic and so real and that's how I see myself. And that's all I ever, I, I got nothing to worry about cause that's all I'll ever be. So that's it. Any talk yet about possibility of you and Blake teaming up to work on a project or anything yet? Oh, well, we were talking last night about me being on Barmageddon. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. And hopefully whooping his tail in some games, but you know, hopefully down the road some music too, you know. I'd love to I'd love to cut a track with Blake and you know, have, put put that feather in my cap and um just what an influence he is in country music and especially to me. Well, Black, uh, Bryce, I'm getting your you and Blake's name tied up here. We know, uh, Bryce, that you're from Woodstock, Georgia. Have there been any plans for a, a parade for you, or is there going to be a declaration of Bryce Leatherwood Day in your town, or what? I haven't heard nothing like that. Man, that'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? Yes, <laughs> let's put it out there. Let's put it out there. But I'm just, I'm just excited to come back home and see family and see people and fans and, and, and friends and you know, everybody back home has been rooting me on and um, just giving them the time that they deserve to. And uh, whatever that looks like, um, give it back to the community is something I want to do. Well, I got a couple of last questions here. Any specific plans for the prize money? Anything that you plan on doing for yourself or family or, or what? Well, yeah, I think um, first off, I'm going to treat my parents and, and my, fam- my family to a nice Christmas. Um, so, getting some good gifts, hopefully this for this Christmas. And um, then I got to look at getting a car. I don't have a vehicle. So I got to look at getting a car and um, traveling around and um, playing music, whatever that looks like. I'm working hard. Oh, yeah. We know the hard work is really going to start now. Well, Bryce, I tell you, our show has been interviewing uh, contestants and winners from The Voice since season one. And this seems to be a common situation where a lot of the contestants get online marriage proposals. Have you gotten any of those yet? More than you would know. (laughs) More than you can imagine. Uh, Yes. Uh, But I'm a single man and I'm, I'm happily single and I'm just focused on music right now. Oh, that's so cool. Well, Bryce, Santa obviously has uh, arrived in your life early this year. Santa, thank you for delivering on this one. And I just want to say again, congratulations. And I think that the fans and the judges and everyone concerned could not have selected a better winner uh, than you. I mean, not only are you good looking and talented, your name even fits you being a country music superstar. I mean, how, how convenient can that be? It's pretty convenient for me. <laughs> <laughs> it works for you. But- 
Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Okay. Well, we'll look forward to seeing you on tour, on television, and everywhere else in between. So thank you again for your time. Thank you. Maybe down the road I'll get me a Vegas residency. Now, there you go. I'll I'll get me a folding chair. I'll be sitting on the parking lot waiting for you. Okay? There we go. Sounds good. Okay. Okay. Take care then. Okay. Bye-bye. What a nice young man. Okay, moving right along here, we'll just continue to do our jingle bell thing here. And we just want to keep you in the warm and fuzzy movie film groove. That includes our next guest here. He is a very talented filmmaker, director to be more exact. And he's based in London and he has a brand new film that is out, just released just a few days, maybe a couple of weeks at the most to go here in America. The title of the film is Decrypted, and uh, it is interesting. Maybe not your holiday film, but let me tell you why it's interesting, especially this time in uh, society. The storyline, well, first of all, the movie has been described as a kind of outrageous, provocative, dark comedy that is set in London. And it's, the storyline is about uh, a mismatched NSA team as they kidnap, listen to this, as they kidnap Satoshi Nakamoto. Yes, that guy, the creator of Bitcoin. And they attempt to torture him for information they need to destroy cryptocurrencies. Oh, yeah. Of course, this movie is completely fictitious, but the timing of it and the release of it could not be more perfect in lieu of all the recent headlines that the uh, crypto industry and Bitcoin have been making around the world. I I mean, this is a dream for, well, not the people of losing money and such as that, of course, but uh, if you are a, a... author or filmmaker or something or TV show creator, showrunner or something, if you have a project that's about the crypto industry or Bitcoins, this is this is this is your time to uh, release such a project. So uh, again, the film is decrypted and it is available here in America now for purchase, uh, video on demand, all of that, you know, the streaming, you, you guys know what that's all about, of course. So uh, once again, I pre-recorded the interview with Tom because of the time zone difference. I think, what is London? About eight hours ahead of us or something like that. But we recorded the interview yesterday. So let's bring on director Tom Sands as he tell us more about his new film with the excellent timing, Decrypted. And uh, a lot of people who are in the 
business or who have invested in uh, that whole cryptocurrency, they are buzzing, talking about this film a lot, which is good, especially for the filmmakers and the investors. So uh, let's bring Tom on my interview with him and let's roll it right now. Oh, well, I guess. So, okay, uh, your latest film, uh, am I pronouncing it? Decrypt? Decrypted. Yeah, that's right. Uh, what yeah. perfect timing uh, for a film about the crypto community uh, and Bitcoin and all of that and all of these headline-making headlines that are going on around the world. <laughs> uh, I, I know, of course, I mean, what is this doing to sales and rentals for your film? Is it causing more of a buzz or what? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, yeah, the fact that it's, it's tied in with all these big headlines is a, is, a, is a major bonus for us. But I think, you know, the thing about cryptocurrency is that it's been in the headline for like the last, I don't know, four or five years. There's always something crazy going on in that world, it seems. And so uh, how did this, I'll, I'll go back to the uh, the log line of the film, but how did you, this, this film, the topic, I should say, come about for you? Were you you know, a big investor in cryptocurrency. I know you're obviously a filmmaker, but just how did this all come about? Yeah, I'm, I'm not personally an investor in, in cryptocurrency, but um, a lot of the investors in the film are investors in, in cryptocurrency. And I've, I've been very interested in that world for, for quite some time, but, but more specifically interested in the, the figure of Satoshi Nakamoto, the sort of uh, the, the mysterious... Now, uh, yeah, let's start. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you were saying that your in, your investors primarily are big uh, into the whole cryptocurrency. So I guess they yeah. they must have a, a kind of a bittersweet uh, feelings about that it's because the topic is causing the film to do well. But then I guess if they were heavy investors, maybe not so much. So what has that been like? Yeah, that is interesting. I mean, I think a lot of these hardcore crypto investors they 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 think it's all going to come right in the long run. So I don't think they're I don't think they're too upset, especially with Bitcoin. You know, there are so many different cryptocurrencies now, but but Bitcoin is sort of the main one. And I think people that hold that holding Bitcoin are of the opinion that it's gonna it's gonna come back at some point eventually. Um, so they'll just hold on to it for as long as possible. Okay, now again, we'll go back to your film here, uh, Decrypted, and you are the director of it. So give us a rundown. Uh, tell us what what is this storyline about? It's a dark comedy, comedy, and so tell the listeners yeah. the rest of the story. Okay, so yeah, it's a, it's a dark comedy, and um, on the surface, it's about a, a mismatched NSA team. So a sort of you've got a sexist veteran field officer and a, a feminist rookie cyber expert who and they clash in the beginning but they snatch uh satoshi nakamoto the creator of bitcoin and they take him to a safe house in london and and the, the story is about them trying to or attempting to torture him to get uh, the information they need to get into the blockchain and essentially get control of, of bitcoin um but it all goes it all goes horribly wrong and they all end up on truth serum um, along with the MI5 team who have been watching them from across the road uh, and the neighbors um, and you know it ends up in a in a bit of a chaotic chaotic mess basically now how long ago was it that uh, you shot the film 
Well, we so we started shooting the film in March of 2020, um, and we got nine days into the shoot, and then of course uh, COVID happened. Um, I think we were one of the last last productions going before um, we got shut down by Boris Johnson, and then we had to go back and film essentially the other half of the film uh, eight months later, um, which was something of a challenge. Um, getting all the actors uh, to, you know, to come back with the same haircut, getting the location <laughs> and all that. But we finished shooting in October 2020, I think. And then the film came out in the UK last year and uh, it's out in the US uh, now. Okay. Well, as you said earlier, it seems to be doing quite well with uh, you know, the whole topic matter being almost every day there's some kind of major headlines uh, about... Yeah, it's uh, good timing. It's very, very good timing. It's a filmmaker's dream, <laughs> to, so to speak. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So, so um, okay, so, um, so far, we know what the rest of the world is doing, but, I mean, is it too early yet to determine uh, what are American audiences uh, thinking about the film? It, it, yeah, it's a bit early. I mean, I've had, you know, I've had good feedback, I've had good reactions, but, you know, it's only been out for a couple of weeks, so I think we've got to, got to give it a bit of time to, to settle in. Uh, are you one of those filmmakers who, who watches the trades daily, weekly, to track the success of your films, or, or are you one of those types of filmmakers? Uh, no, I don't have to do that. I think I've, I, I've, uh, I find that way too anxiety-provoking. I think you have to sort of birth it put it out into the world and, and try and forget about it um, and get, get on with the next one. That's my philosophy. Well, to further speak of the next one, uh, have you started on your next film already? Um, yeah, it looks like it looks like we'll be doing um, a new film shooting next summer. Okay. Um, it's set in England just before the Battle of Britain, so it's a, a Second World War film. And it focuses on a, a previously unknown element of the, the war effort in Great Britain, and I think um, you know, I think it will appeal, it will appeal to audiences on, on both sides of the, of the Atlantic. A lot of uh, intrigue, a lot of action. Um, yeah, looking forward to getting stuck into that one. Well, that's a big, big turn of uh, turnaround of a genre to go from cryptocurrency to history like that. <laughs> That's a big stretch. It is, yeah. I, I, I don't like to be confined by genre there. I think, I think you've just got to find a story that you that you love, um, you know, and, you know, like, like I was interested in cryptocurrency and Satoshi Nakamoto, I, I'm very interested in well, the seems... Second World War and especially the Second World War in England. So you, you've got to find something you feel passionate about and then just, just go for it. I don't think it matters what, what genre it is. Oh, absolutely. Definitely so. Well, it seems that America has a lot to... Uh, be excited about uh, within the next few weeks here, uh, Decrypted, that's coming from London. We've got Megan and Harry documentary coming from England. Yeah. So it's yeah. a lot going on with Great Britain in America here. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> so, so anyway, um, I, I just, you, your film has a lot of other elements in it too, in addition to uh, as far as hot topics, in addition to cryptocurrency, yeah. uh, a transgender kind of a storyline there, and uh, 
you know, just yeah. drugs, truth, and it's just a lot. So I think if people see the film, they're going to get a lot. They're going to be thoroughly entertained. And uh, you've got a very talented cast, obviously, there. So was this your first time working yeah. with any of these actors and actresses, or what? Uh, I think it was my first time working working with all of them. Um, okay. I mean, we had a we had a we had a fantastic cast, and it was it was you know it was such fun to work with them. You know, David Hoffman, especially uh, in the lead with Sophia Miles, they were both brilliant. We have we have Talisa Garcia, who's obviously doing very well. She's just been in Willow, and then um, yeah, the familiar faces of Amanda Abington from Sherlock. I think you have that in America, and. Um, Kevin, Kevin McNally from Pirates of the Caribbean. So yeah, all in all, a, a great cast, and it was it was fantastic to be able to explore these quite heavy issues with them. You know, mm-hmm. albeit in the form of a comedy, because you know I've, I've sort of given you the, the sort of surface level story, but really the the, the film is an exploration of of prejudice. Um, the idea that you know, all of us have prejudices, no matter how deep you bury them. And if you if you were to put, you know, five people with strong opinions, lock them in a room and give them truth serum, um, that's all going to spill out and it's going to be quite messy. But but ultimately, it is, it is a hopeful message because the, the theme of the film is honesty. And the idea is that if you can share all these things honestly, you know, have a proper free speech debate, you, you, could, you can bridge those gaps between people. So that's hopefully the message that, that people take away. And... Um, yeah, great to explore all that with um, with such a fantastic, fantastic cast. Uh, to further speak of cast, tell us about the the whole the father uh, father and son working duo there, and, and give us give us the lowdown on, on yeah. who that is and what it's all about. Okay, well, I'm I'm the son, and um, my dad is screenwriter Mick. Um, so I've I've directed five films so far. He's written all of them. So we're very much a, a, a tight knit team. Um, he, he's always been. So he was. A, he used to write TV adverts, but he's always been a screenwriter. So so growing up with that in the background sort of imbued me with a a very strong sense of of the importance of, of story. And it was just it just seemed like a very logical choice when I came to um, wanting to make my own films to make them with my dad. And we have such a great. The great working relationship, you know, I mentioned honesty earlier, but that's really what makes it, it work for us because, you know, we're able to be very, very honest in the way that we um, criticise each other's work. And that tends to be the way we we work on a screenplay. We do lots of drafts with, with lots of notes. Um, and, yeah, we haven't fallen out yet. So <laughs> <laughs> it does seem to work. Not yet. Okay. Well, now, obviously... Yeah, not yet. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, no. I think, I mean, five films together. You, you two have got the right chemistry, obviously, so... I think so. I think yeah. it'll be more yeah. than five. Is it, a, is it difficult to turn off uh, when you're away from the set and the cameras and go back to being father and son away from the set, or, or what? Um, well, you know, my 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 mum always complains that we're we're always talking about work. So I, I think, in a sense, yes, there's always going to be a part of us that's always talking about work. But we, you know, we we love it, so not a problem for us. Just just for my mum, that's all. Oh, that's so sweet. That is so sweet. So that takes on a whole different uh, spin of of watching the film. It's like, oh, this is a father son project here. This is cool. This is really cool. <laughs> 
<laughs> so okay. yeah, it's, it's interesting to explore all of those those um you know those heavy issues with with your dad, but it's, it's quite interesting. Yeah, it's quite interesting there. I saw those two last names. Oh, let's see what that's all about. And so now we know the rest of the story here. So, okay, Decrypted is available uh, streaming. Most of all the, the uh, digital streaming platforms and uh, video on demand platforms, all of that. So yep. there's no excuse. Yep, Holiday exactly. season. And if, you, if you watch it on, um, I should say, if you watch it on Tubi, uh, you can watch it for free, so do that. Yeah, no excuse. So while people are sitting around opening their gifts and shopping when they're done, yeah, go no watch. Excuses. This. No right. excuses yeah. at all. And tell us about the website. Get the the show, the uh, film's website. Yeah, so you can go to decryptedfilm.com. That's got all the different streaming platforms. Uh, so Tubi, Amazon, Vudu, whatever. As you say, if you go to that website, you, you have no excuse not to watch it. Okay. And how can people say hello to you after they've uh, watched the film, if they want to say, I loved it, or I can't wait for the next one, or what? Yeah, that'd be, that'd be fantastic to hear from, from, from anyone um, who wants to say hi. Probably the easiest thing to do is to go to uh, our company website, which is substantialfilms.co.uk, uh, and there's you know email addresses there, there's all our social channels, uh, and yeah, drop, drop me a message. I'd be very pleased to hear from anyone. Well, I think I'll be one of the first people to do so. <laughs> I definitely so. Right. So thank you so much for chatting uh, with me and giving some backstory of the making of Decrypted. It's such a fascinating storyline. And uh, that, as you said earlier, the timing could not have been more perfect. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks very much for having me. Okay. Well, happy holidays to you and your family. All right. You too. Okay, then. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Okay, thank you so much, Tom. And once again, his new movie is Decrypted. And you can get more information about it at their website, decryptedmovie.com. And again, it's available on VOD, all of the various streaming platforms that you can either purchase it or rent it. It's right there for you. So that brings me to the close of this week's edition of Film Festival Radio Show. Thank you to our guest, Tom Sands, all the way from London. want to thank Bryce Leatherwood, new winner of The Voice Season 22. Chris Woolsey from Crackle and uh, Redbox for joining us and giving us all of the what's popping at Crackle. And he'll again be joining us on a regular basis. And of course, thank all of you for listening, as you always do. Remember, stay safe out there. And if you need help, speak up, speak out and go get that help. So we'll see you on the next edition, the Christmas Eve edition of Film Festival Radio Show. Take care. Bye bye. <laughs>